Chafetz Chaim Yomi, day 47. What if somebody by mistake or whatever, he, 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 was, he was over. He, he didn't have error. He said Lashon Hara. Now what does one have to do to right in the wrong and to, make, to, to, uh, to, to get forgiveness from Hashem? Now he's coming to do tshuva. He's trying to repent. He wants to have forgiveness. It is, it is um, depending upon this. If the people who heard this lashon hara accepted or did not accept what he had said, if they they pushed away what he had said. He did not accept his word, and therefore the person who he said Lashonara about did not get de- debased, degraded, derided in their eyes. He only has the Avera of Ben Adam Lamakim, and therefore the Avera of Ben Adam Lamakim, that he is. He transgressed what Hashem told us not to say Lashon Hara, and that's written in the Psicha, that it's a laugh. And therefore, he, he did a, a laugh of Ben Adam Lamakim. The person did not get harmed with it, so there's only Ben Adam Lamakim. Tikunai, the way to fix it is, she is he should have a regret on what he did, and he should speak out his. his uh, um, he said, Vito, you speak out his, his Avera. And he should accept upon himself with a full heart that he will not do this again. As the tshuva is for every Avera ben However, if through what he had said, the person who it was about, the subject of this, of this Lashon Hara, had been degraded, derided, Debased, he was lowered in their eyes. And especially if, if some kind of damage was done to either his his person or to his money through this, or he caused some kind of a pain to him through this. It's as if as any other. It is as any other. Avera that are between one man and his, and his fellow man. Yom Yom in even Yom Kippur in Yom is not Mechaper. Until he actually appeases his friend and gets him to forgive him. He has to ask his friend to please forgive him. Ukishi. And when he will be appeased and he will forgive him, then he doesn't have to do anything else. He doesn't have any other Averis. And he has to do the same kind of tshuva as we spoke about before because he still has the Avera of Ben Adam Lamakim until he does that, the tshuva that we spoke about. Even, let's say, the person who's the subject of the Lashon Hara is not aware that he spoke Lashon Hara, is not aware of the damage that it caused him. So he has to first actually explain to him what was done to him. That he did something against him, against 
what was allowed. Well, and then he has to ask him for for forgiveness. Now that he knows that this happened because of because of this person saying Lashonara, now he has to give him uh, forgiveness. Now he has to ask him for forgiveness so that he should forgive him. So now, well, now that we explain it this way, any other you understand? How much a person has to distance himself from this terrible trait? Mutba, because somebody who is who has a habit in Lashon Hara, it's almost impossible for him to do tshuva. as kol mispar it's impossible for him to remember all the people, all the, the numerous people that were harmed with his Lashon Hara. Even those people who he does remember, that he caused them some kind of bad, they don't know about this. He's going to be embarrassed to open to to uncover their ears to this. That in other words, to basically to let them in on the secret that that he's the one who caused them harm, and and then to ask them for mechila, to ask them for forgiveness. It's a, it, it's an a, a, such an embarrassing thing that it's almost completely impossible for a person to really be expected to do this or expect himself that he will do this every single time. It's almost impossible to, to do tshuva for it, and therefore somebody who's hab, hab, habitually saying Lashon Hara, it, it, it's so terrible. So sometimes even gets even worse, that he, a person may have spoken about a pegamishpacha, something that was, was uh, something wrong, or he, he's saying something that caused harm to the family, meaning a yichus or whatever that is, a kind of problem that will then follow them down for generations to generations. People will, it's not only harming this person, but it's also harming the, the, the coming generations as well. And it won't, even if this one person is going to give him mechila, but the children and children's children won't be able to be mechila, and they're also being harmed by it. Like the like we said, like the Rabbi said, somebody who speaks about a, a a terrible thing in the family, there's no way of of having a full a full uh, um, full mechila, a full kapara, a full atonement. Therefore, a person has to distance himself from such a terrible thing. Greatly, so he shouldn't be as a something that's terrible that cannot be fixed. And we go into the summary of Klal of of Klal Dalid, which is oh, numerous. It's forbidden to speak about someone that caused someone embarrassment, such as his negative family history, his spiritual failings, including any transgressions, transgressions of a Torah or rabbinic law. Even one, even one that everybody does, still, is, it's a, if it's a transgression, he's not allowed to say it. Also, he shouldn't be uh, not even about his 
disregard of minhagim, and someone who and, and some of the aspects of a mitzvah, his character flaws, including such traits as arrogance and anger. So it's forbidden forbidden to talk about that. The Torah forbids speaking lashon hara about anyone considered amisecha, anybody considered a, a Torah observant Jew. One forfeits his status of being an amisecha if he casts off, off the yoke of any part of the Torah commandments in his daily life. Or he disregards Besant's instructions without providing justification. Right? He's, he's defiant of Besant. It is the Ellis to denigrate such people, these two, these two types of people that we just said a minute ago, a person who casts off the yoke or a person who doesn't listen to Besan, so that others should, ref- should refrain from following in their ways, and so that these individuals should be moved to repent. A person of ad- average religious stature does not lose the status of Amisecha, even if he was seen transgressing, as long as it is possible to justify his behavior by suggesting that he did not know the severity of his actions, or that he acted unintentionally, or that he was doing this action only once. It might, we must consider that he may have caught, been caught in a moment of weakness and has since repented. In such a case that we spoke about just a minute ago, where these, these two possibilities exist, we must actively be concerned about the subject's spiritual welfare and reprimand him to return to the proper, to the proper path. One should admonish the subject privately in a non-accusatory tone of voice. However, if the subject does not accept criticism, there is a strong possibility that he will continue the misconduct, and there is a strong possibility that he will continue this, this misconduct. Then, if two people observe the transgression, they should relate it to, to, to Besdin so that the Besdin will prevent him from repeating the, 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 the Avera. If a single person saw the transgression, he may relate to, to a, a relative or a close confidant, such as a Rebbe, provided that he is discreet, that the relative or the Rebbe is discreet. Additionally, the speaker must be sure that he will be believed. Otherwise, it is mere gossip to just go around telling it to people. If there is no discreet confidant, but there is someone who will, while not being so discreet, still exert some a positive influence on the subject, on the person who is doing this, it, is still, it may still be permitted to tell him. A father or a mentor may warn his child to stay away from 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 one his children and students to stay away from a person with poor character traits because he may be a bad influence, provided it explains why he is doing so. Similarly, someone who is inquiring about a prospective business partner or shidduch match must inform the responders why he is asking, right before he tells them, because if not by, by disclosing for the reason of his inquiry, he avoids if they tell him anything negative, he avoids the prohibition of lifnaivir. That way, they know that they're not saying lashon hara. A person who wishes to repent for speaking lashon hara must regret what he did, confess his sin, and accept upon himself to refrain from speaking lashon hara in the future. This applies only if the listener is disregarded as disparaging remarks, and if the subject was not debased or harmed in any way by the report. If the subject was debased or harmed, the speaker must also ask forgiveness for the harm that he caused, even if the subject is not yet completely aware of the harm. If someone is accustomed to speaking Lashon Hara, it is virtually impossible for him to repent, since he certainly will not remember the many people that he aggrieved through his Lashon Hara. Yashakayach, and have a great day.